0: And this is a message directly to every single person on the deep state target list. My assessment, Ivan Raikland's assessment that if you assassinate any political presidential candidate whether it's RFK whether it's Trump, guess what? America will do the following immediately. They will respond in kind and they know who you are because we've created the list. So if you And that's a major measures, Rubicon. They should know that. Immediately. You're going to see immediately response. And there are only a few buildings in Washington, D.C. that they will probably do that. Well, I hope that's not the case, but these people are crazy. And having said that, if they do that, option two behind Trump is going to be so much better for us. And so much worse. Well, I was about to that. say, if they kill him, that's best case scenario from a sick level, from a sick level beating him. Oh, please kill him. Which I don't, I mean, but it, it's so good after that. Oh, <laughs> it's going to be the, the, the best cleansing and the fastest cleansing that it, we've ever seen in my lifetime. I get, I, I assess with almost certainty with the highest level of confidence that if they assassinate Trump. It is so game over for them, and it's going to be so fast.
1: While other networks lie to you about what's happening now, Infowars tells you the truth about what's happening next. Visit Infowars.com forward slash show and share the link today. All right. Ivan Raiklund's a great former Green Beret lawyer, worked for the Defense Intelligence Agency about what's happening at the border, the New World Order, Trump. He's been heavily involved in Congress. Doing great work there, getting them to go after the real targets. Ivan,
0: great to have you in the studio, and I guess you broke your leg. Yeah, fantastic to be here, Alex, as always. Yeah, I did. But that's not going to slow me down. That's only going to—you know what? I'm faster now that I'm in a wheelchair. Because when i was squeaking through the halls of Congress, they're not going to be able to run from me, these octogenarian, just poisonous humans. So you were on a toboggan. You were going on a sled. And, <laughs> and I got that—remember that deep state target list that I introduced you to the last time oh. I was on the show? I got a quick video that uh, goes into a little bit more detail. If you want to play that, do they have that? Yeah, they do, guys. You have this video. It's two minutes and thirty-one seconds.
1: Well, let's roll it. Here it is. <laughs> this is for
0: video. We're on a lot of radio stations too. All right, so I'll talk, I'll talk it through then for the radio. Yeah,
1: you got the you got the
0: receipts. All right, right now, basically, what we're looking at here is a list of video with the snapshots of the Twitter accounts of the of our deep state target list, where we're going to go after every single digital piece of evidence and residue that they left on the those internet is like to, one showcase, of decks. Yep, to showcase their seditious conspiracy. There's the treason category. There's the sedition category. Again, those that unmasked Flynn, the 39 of them that have Twitter accounts, the 51 that provided coverage every for the Biden criminal syndicate laptop, accounts. their Twitter accounts. And every single direct message will released for the public to read, see, and hear as we piece together the seditious conspiratorial actions that you committed over the course of the last eight years. And it's going to be glorious. Right. By the way, people say,
1: oh, what does this do? When I was talking to Trump a lot and just saying, hey, Fiona Hill, hey, General McMasterson, they were flipping out in the news, and like had the CIA literally following me around, harassing yeah. me. They are so scared of intel.
0: Yeah, I mean, all this is is publicly available. Well, not publicly available information. You don't need a FOIA. This all you need to do is hit, say, "Hey, Elon Musk, change your rules of uh your rules of uh service, right? Terms of service, to say you know in the, in the public interest, in the interest of transparency, why don't we just take a look and see whether or not? Remember what they did with? He looked at the logs, right? For you, yeah. And it was clear that. What's that? Oliver Darcy was the one that basically... It was all... It was the the Democratic Party. From Twitter, from X. Well, let's take a look at their direct messages. All the people that I have listed here in this video. And we're going to find out for sure. I would say beyond any... It's your mouth to God's ears. Explain why this is so important. If we pull all... If Michael Schellenberger and Matt Taibbi join forces with us to go ahead and look at the direct messages of all these actors right now, we're going to be able to showcase beyond any doubt that they conducted a seditious conspiratorial coup starting in 2016 as soon as Mike Pence was foisted on Donald Trump to be his VP pick and Crossfire Hurricane started illegally by defrauding the FISA court by spying on Carter. He was
1: the main agent the whole time. What's that? Mike Pence was the agent the whole time. I think so. So he's well, one we'll of the folks get on on get back to that, but just looking at the American at.
0: battle space right now, what do you make of it? So right now, I mean, like you said, you said in the previous segment, we got them on the ropes, right? They're obviously going to fight back. They're going to escalate against us, but guess what? We're going to be able to escalate in, in a, in a, we're not going to stop, right? We're not going to, now we know the game. We have a massively more powerful first amendment. Now that you're back on X, now that Tucker is his, the view count on his content is 10X anything coming? He's bigger than Joe yeah, Rogan Yeah, 15 million a day. He's easily bigger than Joe Rogan yeah. at this point. So now we have a First Amendment. We have all these other infrastructures in play. Truth. Every top person is anti-globalist. Absolutely. It's, yeah. Well, top people, Elon Musk, you, Joe Rogan. Well, Joe Rogan's kind of slow rolling, I think, to our side. He's joining us, yeah. And then we have uh, all the other players, right? Uh, Owen's back. He's uh, you know out of jail. So what are they going to do, though? They're not going to give up. So... <laughs> They're going to, I mean, the, the easiest thing for them to do, I think, is to shut down the internet and then move forward from there, right? So a cyber attack. Yeah. And they've been kind of preempting that. They're talking about, like you talked about the civil war. But the problem is, is that we've already realized what they're willing to do. They're willing to go violent against us. They're willing to, I got a shirt on today. They're willing to go ahead and murder folks like Air Force veteran, Ashley Babbitt, right? On the Capitol grounds. They're willing to murder on the back of my shirt here is Roseanne Boylan. And they're using other means and mechanisms such as the clot shot, the bioweapon, etc. And what's happening right now at the border, they're probably going to try to instigate, right? They have, I call them at this point, the domestic terrorist organization known as the Democrat Party. The county GOP in Maverick County, Texas, is about to deploy personnel to conduct a, they call it a protest, but who knows how uh, out of hand it's going to get. And they're there to confront the National Guard to obstruct justice. The National Guard there is to protect our border. And Explain Texas that. Sovereignty. So they're manipulating groups. Right. So I don't know how many people are going to show up, but I, I'm reading here in a report just uh, 19 hours ago, Eagle Pass. And it says here that the, the leader of the Maverick County Democrat Party is going to depo- try to stage a protest and it's going to get in the way of the National Guard. And that's from uh, not only this, but also a, a good source within the National Guard that we received earlier today. And again, we, the convoy that I was a part of, I was there at the kickoff in Virginia Beach earlier this week on Monday. And because of my bum leg, I wasn't able to travel with them the entire period. I flew down yesterday, linked up with them yes, yesterday at the uh, rally last night. Ted Nugent, uh, yep. everybody there. Why weren't you there, Alex? Well, you, I was on air. Okay, you're always on air. Reaching millions of people. Ted Nugent. We had Sarah Palin show up. We had obviously the, the local crew, Doc Chambers, you know and Vandersteel. No, right? I know, I know. Sauron stays in the tower. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you were up there. No, I need to go more. I, I almost <laughs> went yeah. No, we had quite a few people up there, and uh, you know, Michael Yan was there. Some of the big players that now, uh, yesterday, Tucker just had a, with what's his name, Brett, Brett Weinstein, Brett Weinstein, where they were talking about Michael Yan's work and exposing what's going on in the Darien Gap. And I think at this point, the mainstream GOP lemmings are now receiving information that we've already known for years, right? You've known for decades, I've known for years, and now it's actually being received by the lemming, I guess, establishment Republicans via Tucker on X, while he has these conversations explaining that, hey, it's not only migrants that are coming, you know, illegal immigrants coming for better opportunity for themselves at the expense of the American uh, citizen. In addition to that, you have Mallorca's working with the CCP likely to go ahead and destroy our country keep, What do you
1: make of the intel we got that they're using NSA face recognition and saying white supremacists are going to attack? That's a way to try to discredit things. It's so pathetic. The Border Patrol itself says it's a false flag. They,
0: they're not buying any of it. So out of the gates, the Border Patrol's not buying it. It's not going to work because we're... All- they're not on their home turf. In Washington, D.C., they can do all the false flags they, they, they want and, and need and strive for because they have the judiciary unlocked. They have the, the Capitol Police Board unlocked because it's uh, controlled still by Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer's U.S. Capitol Police chief. But in Texas, guess what? I mean, at the end of the day, don't mess with Texas. And then 25 other states support Texas sovereignty. It's a different dynamic. No, I mean, and we have the I'm advantage. not the one saying false
1: flag. And, like, the, the feds are telling us this. Like, they're
0: like, we're going to stop the false flag. No,
1: they're trying to inject themselves in order to push their agenda. Well, how screwed is the globalist that we're like going to the feds? They're like, we're going to stop the false flag, Jones. All right. Ivan Raiklin, former Defense Intelligence Agency lawyer and Green Beret, is our guest.
0: Expand that's The deep state marauder is here in studio. My gnome de guerre. <laughs> so you've been a little
1: busy beaver in Congress. There's quite a fight for the republic. We got
0: 30 minutes left before the next guest host takes over. What do you want to cover? No, let's talk about, I think, like we talked about before, we're winning. We're incrementally winning one line of effort. that and I wouldn't lie to listeners. We are winning. Yeah, absolutely. One line of effort is that, dec- remember the Declaration of Military Accountability? I'm one of the signers of the 231. Six of us actually were together at that rally yesterday. And uh, for those that don't remember, take a look at it, militaryaccountability.com. And the main focus here is we're here to admonish the lawless, encourage the faint hearted and strengthen the weak. And the way we do that is we're going to clean our own house, our own institution, first and foremost, which is the Department of Defense. So majority, well, almost all except for one of the 230 are either current service members or former service members, all branches of- And it our, blew our up, sort of tens business. of thousands signed on. Yeah, so I think we're at 30, 40,000 that have signed on. And at this point, it's, it's reached maybe 20, maybe 50 million. On and just we're on at the X. border, and the Border Patrol is giving us everything. Like, they, here's our secret documents, here's their operations, we're trying to stop a false flag. That's going to really upset the globalists. Yeah, so we're trying to basically claw back our institutions with patriots. So now we're at a position where, with with the information you're putting out on X, with Tucker, with uh, X in general, with Elon Musk, we're now in a position to showcase that what happened in 2020, not only with the illegal election, but then the subsequent cover-ups, but then in addition to that, the, the illegal DOD clot shop mandate. And the book that outlines every single aspect yeah, tell of the you, you told me to read this page, but you read it. Go ahead. Yeah, absolutely. So this book right here, written by a current Navy commander, Robert A. Green Jr., called Defending the Constitution Behind Enemy Lines, A Story of Hope for Those Who Love Liberty. This is basically a summary over the course of the last three years of the impact of the illegal Department of Defense clot shot mandate. Right. They call it the COVID-19 mandate. Well, guess what? Now we're getting to the point where we're going to prove the necessary elements of a crime that results in Nuremberg 2.0 on steroids, right? Now, one thing I want to link to you that I really like to highlight when I talk about this book is on page 99, the chapter's called The Court Martial of Courage. I'm going to read it. As the COVID-19 vaccine data began revealing significant safety concerns, Lieutenant Mark Bashaw attempted to communicate these risks to his chain of command. He was repeatedly shut down or ignored. For his own situation, Lieutenant Bashaw declined the COVID-19 so-called vaccine based on his religious convictions. He also ultimately declined both the masks, I call them face toilets, and the CCP-19 diagnostic tests, known as the medical nose rapes, on their status as emergency use products. So then on January 12th of 2022, he was charged with the violation of Article 92, failure to obey order or regulation, and was referred for trial by a special court-martial. The bottom signature on Lieutenant Bashaw's court martial charge sheet and the person signed on behalf of Major General Robert Edmondson, who's one of the listed names that we're going after on the Declaration of Military Accountability, the JAG that signed off on that general was a guy by the name of Army Colonel Yevgeny Vindman, who was the brother of the fake whistleblower Alexander Vindman. Does that make sense? Same but this we're, incestuous relationship between these seditious co conspirators. That when you go back and watch the video that we posted at the beginning of this segment, they're all in there. And when we open up all of their direct messages, I'm already getting hate on uh, all the trolls coming out. Oh, they're tagging the, the domestic terrorist organization known as the FBI that they need to stop. They're hitting us with a billion in. requests in hours, right? Of shit on M4s,
1: for really a week straight. We're talking tens of millions of dollars to hack attack, attack right now. It's failed. We're
0: still up, but they're like, they are panicking right now. Yeah, they're panicking because guess what? Just like they, just like Jack Smith used to X or Twitter to go ahead and look into Donald Trump's Twitter account. He said, "Get me what? every person that ever liked Trump. I want to see every single person that has communicated with Jamie Raskin with Adam Schiff on Twitter. Right? Sue him. All well, of That's the thing is we are... shouldn't be intimidated. We should be honored they're coming after us. Yeah, we're a lot more of us than them. Let's go on offense. Like, look, I, look the we world, folks. We're scared of them. How do we motivate Elon Musk to do this? I, I mean, I don't know. I think Elon's already hit got all, his, all the data in his hands. He's already hit all cylinders. Him. I don't. I don't know what he's going to do. So there you go. That's the book. Now, declaration of military accountability. Right, we promise to exhaust all moral, ethical, and legal means to restore the rule of law, and we'll begin by attempting to hold senior military leaders accountable. This should be the template for. If you're a whistleblower in DHS or sick of what's going on there, you need to come out and do something similar to this. If people you don't get it, more and more military leaders saying no, other people hear about it. Yeah. It's a chain reaction. Now, Brad Miller, who's kind of our de facto spokesperson for this declaration, did a, a recording with Tucker Carlson, and I think that should be airing next week. I think once that's out there in the broader public, the lemming Republicans are going to start to take notice. And those that were not complicit in the COVID, what I call the COVID coercion and the mandate molestation, they're going to basically see it for what it was. They were all duped. And guess what? I think all of them were duped by the same individuals that were part of the Crossfire Hurricane team. Have you ever covered the guy by the name of Brian Otten on your show? I have. Explain Crossfire Hurricane. That's
1: the whole fake program to like delegitimize Trump.
0: Yeah, 2016, Mike Pence has foisted on Trump to be his handler by the RNC, meaning Ryan's Priebus, Paul Ryan, uh, Mitch McConnell, right? And two weeks later, all of a sudden, there's an invest- counterintelligence investigation that's launched on Donald Trump uh, and those that are within his periphery that could expose the deep state, namely General Flynn with Crossfire Razor. Those were the code names for the counterintelligence investigation. It was unlawfully started. It had no lawful predicate. And then they even went above and beyond by defrauding the FISA court to obtain a FISA warrant to then spy on Carter Page to then penetrate the entire ecosystem of the Trump campaign. And those that were involved in that, the senior ops guy, the senior supervisory special agent on that was Joseph the III. Guess where he's sitting today, Alex? He's the number three guy at the San Francisco field office of the FBI, coordinating still the censorship regime. And guess who was the supervisory intelligence analyst on Crossfire Hurricane? Guess guess where he is now? He's over at the Foreign Influence Task Force at FBI headquarters, coordinating with Joseph Pienka and Elvis Chan, who we found out about in the Missouri v. Biden lawsuit of the First Amendment kind of destruction scheme of the Biden criminal syndicate. All these individuals are still in place. And Christopher, what I like to call Christopher Ray Epps, the FBI director is the one providing top cover for all of them. But guess what? When we start to go into those DMs, Elon Musk, wink, wink, if you allow the public to see all this, everything will be proven beyond any doubt. That's and right, then they were we using go Twitter as a communication system. I mean, they had to have. If they did because that's the easiest mechanism to obtain evidence. Because if we do a FOIA, what are they going to do? They're going to block it. They're going to totally block everything. We're going to use the same precedent of good old Jackie Boy Smith. And why, why, you can even subpoena make a them lawyer, the as a, as
1: a former lawyer on Fannie Willis in Georgia <laughs> and the New York. Uh, He's on my list too. The New York real estate trial with no jury. And then the GE Gene Carroll. I mean, that is like really backfired on them,
0: but they keep doubling down. The, they think that if they apply enough pressure... Trump and us are going to back down. No, no, it doesn't work. So they got most of the lemmings, right? They duped them. They got the those that were kind of hesitated. What they didn't get was were those that were not going to bend a knee at all costs, meaning you, me, and the people that are, that are propping up. Well, they've done a separated up.
1: things, made it very
0: clear. Right, and now we're... We're going to expose every single component of them. If there's any level of corruption, and we're seeing it, Fannie will. That's just they don't get; We're going to do the same thing to them. I'm under attack, I don't know how to roll over.
1: I'm just like, I'm going to fight harder. Exactly. You're literally beating the hell out of me. You think I'm going to roll
0: over? They don't even give you a chance. It's like you're being attacked. What do you think we're going to do? No, in a game of chicken, right? I'm either going to win or you're going to lose. Those are the only two options. And you have that same mindset, and the viewers have the same mindset. So the more they escalate, the quicker their demise happens is my, in my opinion well because they're they're forcing an attack on people that aren't bagging down. yeah how crazy. does that how does that end Well, I think you mentioned it earlier in one of your shows a few weeks ago it's it, it comes down to it's either mutually assured destruction or we win it's up to them on how they want it to end do you think they know they're losing because they are losing I think they do, and that's why they're maneuvering I mean they remember Vijaya gade the the general counsel at Twitter. Yeah. She had a nervous breakdown and she was crying when we saw reports of it, when Elon Musk was going to buy X and Twitter. Uh, he hasn't, he hasn't leveraged everything that he has. One of the, like he has dirt on every, imagine if you were sitting on everyone's direct message. I think he should attack. I think he should release it all. So, I mean, what's the calculus as a business? I think he's in I, more danger not release, release every damn bit of it. If he releases it all, that I mean, that's it. The attack the the literally collapses.
1: Arrogantly talking about they're going to suppress an election. It's it's
0: it's the coup to, it's the coup. It's a coup de gras. I think they're waiting on him uh, on no, uh I think Elon is probably waiting on them to take a more bolder, aggressive move on him, and then he'll just That's Elon's MO. Boom. He waits until they attack. and then he'll just smash him. And this is one easy way to smash them.
1: That's a smart algorithm. If you think you can control the attack, he always waits for the
0: attack. Mm-hmm. And then he attacks. Because then the court of public opinion is is on his side when he does it. Because right now it might not be, they might not be as aggressive as what they could be. And they have no other option. Let's face it, Alex. If we, if they allow the election to be run free and fair, Trump decimates them, right? It's it's not even close. And what happens? What's the subsequent move? I become the secretary of retribution. And And, And you're in Congress running around really
1: setting brush fires. I mean, Congress used to be super ignorant. They seem to be more smart now about what's happening.
0: I don't know about that. I mean, there, there's, there's pockets of I mean, of compared capacity. to where they were. Yeah, I mean, like people like us, with we're forcing their hand. I'm, I'm communicating with Congress early on. So I started communicating once we won the Congress on 118th Congress started January 3rd of 2023. And back then they, they, had, they were clueless. And then as things developed, I started working and, and talking to the different uh, committees or at least attending the different hearings. And as I attended the different hearings, I obviously had access to people and started communicating with them. Well, guess what? Now that the oh, the committee that has responsibility for exposing and analyzing and and, and researching what actually happened on January 6th, the Fed Surrection parliamentary coup, the guy that runs that subcommittee is, is a guy by the name of Congressman Barry Loudermult from Georgia. And just yesterday I've, I saw that He posted something on InstaGarbage, right? And they censored it because he's starting to get to almost the point where we already know that it was a Fed's direction setup. He's laying out- Which is great. Go ahead and censor members of Congress. Now they double down. Yeah. So now they're doubling down, which means what? Now they're going to start publishing on Rumble. If I were an analyst, which I am, I would expect that more and more J6 video evidence to support what's been- identified by th- that particular committee is gonna start rolling out pretty soon because at the yeah, end of the day. How big's the new stuff that a Fed planted the bomb and a Fed found the bomb? So it, it it's hard to say a lot of people don't understand the component of what happened on January 6th. Can we pull up this one slide that I sent to wherever the you want? Producers? Tell them to the plan. All right. Play the clip you want, wherever you want. Bring up the Capitol Police Board slide from January 6th of 2021. This is the insider's insider baseball game, Alex, which no one understands. Everybody goes after the FBI, which, yeah, they were in on it. I get it. Everyone goes after the – They're just more like a cover-up. A bias. So it's it's an onion scheme. So when you look at this slide here, the very first part, if you were Owen Schroyer and you were, I guess, charged with something, whatever it was, a transgression on January 6th, or if if you committed a crime on January 6th, or not January 6th, but on the Capitol grounds and weren't charged, it was because it was the decision-making process of the people that you're looking at right here. Those in that circle or that whatever polygon shape are the three members of the Capitol Police Board. And they're the ones that decide the law enforcement component of what happens on the, poli- on the Capitol Police grounds. So if Nancy Pelosi is appointing the House Sergeant-at-Arms, if the Senate Majority Leader, uh, it was McConnell back then on January 6th, is appointing the Senate Sergeant-at-Arms, And then you control the Capitol Police chief. It's the Capitol Police chief that decides whether or not they're going to use their discretionary authority to criminalize you in consultation with the general counsel, which is at the bottom and the bottom there. When you fast forward to the next slide, which is the composition of the Capitol Police Board today. If you can uh, move move on on to the next slide. slide, You're going to see that the only person that remains from January 6th. In this entire construct, which is found in Title II of the US Code, Chapter 29, this is this whole construct, is the general counsel of the Capitol Police. And guess who the Capitol Police chief is now since January or July 23rd of 2021? It's Thomas Manger, who's married to a woman. They live in Jamie Raskin's congressional district, and they're pretty close. So when you start to do the link analysis of all these people and you start to try to figure things out, the reason why in October, the insurrection in the Cannon Building, no one was arrested. It's because it was a Democrat op and the Capitol Police chief who was appointed by Pelosi and Schumer Sergeants at Arms back in July of 21 is not gonna prosecute them. But if you're somebody that they need to politically persecute from January 6th, they're gonna put together an evidentiary package, manipulate the CCTV footage, coerce Capitol Police testimony, put that together and then send it over to the Department well, of Justice. what's going to happen now is the general public is- knows it was staged.
1: When, I mean, when we're down there at the border, the feds all go, oh, they're about to stage January 6th. The feds, today, my the NSA's is- blowing the whistle. The feds, I mean, the feds are telling us, we don't want to do January 6th. Biden's doing it. I mean, they've screwed themselves. Everyone now knows about false flags. Years ago, nobody
0: knew about that. Agreed, but the point here is, is that we have to identify, I, I get it. You can say feds, but we need to be more meticulous on identifying who. agree. So what do you make of the pipe bomb info coming out? So the pipe bomb info. So the RNC, the, the, the lady that identified the pipe bomb at the RNC was handed that information over to one of the security guards at the RNC. I've talked to him numerous times and I'm hoping that the committee is going to start talking to this guy. He called it in to the U.S. Capitol Police. So the RNC response was done by the U.S. Capitol Police because that guy was a former U.S. Capitol Police officer. The response over at the DNC was done by the DC Metro, because that area has concurrent jurisdiction between US Capitol and DC Metro. When you start to learn all these nuanced jurisdictional components and look at the individual players that were involved in identifying reporting, you'll start to see how the cover up occurred. And I, I go back to the Capitol Police Board. The cover up starts with the Capitol Police Board. And the way that we address this political persecution, it's not in the courts, it's not at the DOJ, it's not at the FBI. We have to expose the Capitol Police Board. And guess what? That general counsel, he has a Twitter account. It's, and it's at the nobody guy, Elon Musk. I want to see all of his direct messages as he's communicating with Harry Dunn as they're lying in testimony before the J-6. And you community. know they did it. I want to see Akinilo Gunnell, who has a Twitter account and his communications with that guy. I want to see his communications between him and Jamie Raskin. And not only that, I I demand that Barry Loudermilk subpoena all of the internal communications of the General Counsel of the U.S. Capitol Police, the Capitol Police Chief, current, former, and all the leadership to include Julie Farnham and Yogananda Pittman, who were head of the Intel and Interagency Coordination Division at U.S. Capitol Police. That said, they're trying to show everything, Malik, everything about the Fed's direction coup, in my opinion. What do you think Trump's biggest obstacles are right now? That right there. I know I'm like a beating a dead horse. If he wants to dispense with this DC trial with Jack Smith, he has to shine the light on. Well, by the way, they just took it off the the docket. That's about that. Talk about that. Yeah, I think uh, if they took it off the docket, I I haven't really thought through this. My my. shows they're not getting their political. My initial reaction is that it's they see the writing is on the wall. I it
1: backfired. It backfired. I can tell them. I'm not. I don't have a subcomputer program. Trump,
0: people love him. Prosecuting makes him more popular. Yeah. And they didn't expect it. I think Paul Ryan, I think I saw Paul Ryan making a statement that, ooh, I didn't think that he was going to be so much more popular. So they, they're going back to the drawing board trying to... Oh, f- even Axelrod went on meet the awesome. press and said, oh, he shouldn't have done this. Yeah. Stop. It only made him more popular. But at this point, it's <laughs> it's off the rails. They're not going to be able to stop it. I think the the only... So the, what, the, what do the they do? Stage of terror attack? Most probable course of action, in my opinion, of the enemy, meaning... The Uniparty, both are the China First Republicans, the hijackers of America, the China First Democrats. They're going to continue to try to keep him off the ballot where they can, try to make it so that he is not able to secure the necessary delegates going into the RNC convention. And if he, which they charged him for doing himself, trying. Right. And so remember, the RNC convention is going to be in Milwaukee. So we're looking at July. If he ends up securing, if they're not able to block him from getting the majority and securing the nomination in July, I suspect that the Uniparty is going to go ahead and put Michelle Obama as president for the Democrats and Gavin Newsom as the VP. So let's answer this
1: question. No one has said this. And we want to get Trump in. He's the real president. We know that. It's almost worse for them if they kill him or steal it. What happens if they steal this again? They already saw the second, third order response that was devastated them. Mm-hmm. Ivan Raiklin, what happens if they steal it again? Or what happens if they kill
0: Trump? I no, that, that's what I was going to get to. The most dangerous course of action, right? That's, that's the, mo- I the, mean, the most. What is that I mean, I will say they've turned him into literally that, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah. W- one, one point. So they either try to foist, if he's going to basically win, they're going to try to foist a Nikki Haley or another handler like they did in, in the first term, but that's still too dangerous. So for them, right? Cause we're, we're coming for him, right? We're going to clean house. So then what do they do? They're going to potentially go to the 1960s model where they do an MLK, JFK, or an RFK Kill a bunch of people on him. On Trump, right? Well, and, I, and once they start killing, I think they'll stop at Trump. So here, here's what I'll say. And it, this is a message directly to every single person on the deep state target list. My assessment, Ivan Raikland's assessment, that if you assassinate any political presidential candidate, whether it's RFK, whether it's Trump, Guess what? America will do the following immediately. They will respond in kind and they know who you are because we've created the list. So if you, and that's a major Rubicon, they should know that immediately you're going to see immediately response. And there are only a few buildings in Washington, DC that they will probably do that. Well, I hope that's not the case, but these people are crazy. And having said that, if they do that option two, behind Trump is going to be so much better for us and so much worse for well, I was about to that. say, if they kill him, that's best case scenario, from a sick level.
1: From a sick level beating him, oh, please kill him, which I don't, I mean, but it, it's
0: so good after that. Oh, <laughs> it's going to be the, the, the best cleansing and the fastest cleansing that it, we've ever seen in my lifetime. I, get, I, I assess with almost certainty, with the highest level of confidence If they assassinate Trump, it is so game over for them. And it's gonna be so fast. I'm actually scared of that though. That's it's it's so explosive. It is. That's why, I mean, it's basically it's a warning to them, right? If they go if they cross the Rubicon, you saw how popular he was. I mean, by just prosecuting. When I get close to the side guys, it's not a pussy thing. I start getting tears because my brain goes in overdrive. And when I start hearing about Trump being sassy, I start like literally because my brain is like, so I've thought through this. I mean, you, you think through this, it's a chess game, right? Second, third, fourth move, fifth move. And if they do that, it's, well, I pray for Trump not it's to It's going to accelerate. If they're behind. dumb enough to kill him though, they have literally ended us total victory. Yeah. And guess, so here's my assessment. I think they're dumb enough to do if, it though. And then it begs the question, well, who within the deep state or the globalist unit party is going to be the one behind, that potential assassination, I say there's two main options that I've thought through. Number one, they call on John Kerry to co- coordinate with his Iranian buddy, mullahs, right? Oh yeah. To the- oh, they're going to activate sleeper cells, make it, and they'll use like a terror attack Iranians. I agree. They're gonna, I, you're genius. I agree. They're going to use Iranians. That's yep. what's being set up, and that's what's you're seeing, right? Some of the skirmishes going on
1: with Iran. They're going to claim Iran did it. Oh my God, that's it. Yep. that's it. Yep.
0: There they already is. had that set up with the Iranians a couple or years ago. Or number two. At mar lago Just like, yeah, exactly. Just like the FBI did in the 60s but on no Martin one's L- going to L- buy it. No, if you kill Trump, folks, we know it's not the Iranians. Right. John Kerry, if you're listening in, we are watching all your communications, maybe or maybe not. Now, you're dead on, right, Glenn. They're going to use the Iranians as a cover. Because I already did that at Mar-a-Lago story a few years ago. Remember? Remember the, yeah, absolutely. Remember they did the little video? Trying to like make it look like, because at the end of the day, Iran has a vested interest, right? Because they want payback. And Iran is definitely in bed with the left. Yeah, absolutely. Jesus Christ. And so, which begs the question, I'm going to ask you this question, Alex. Who then takes the reign if they do that to Trump? I don't know. You you do know. Who? Eric Carlson? I mean, think about it. Who's in the best position to completely castrate the deep state and crush the commies that has the the understanding of the national security order to go ahead? Elon and Musk. Just clean house. He can't be president. Elon Musk. Yeah. He's going to be vital. He's basically already the president. No, he's going to be vital in the conversation. I just think that uh, General Flynn becomes the inevitable leader. Oh, General Flynn, movement. obviously. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: It's inevitable. Yeah. If they do that. So think about it. Trump's probably going to be better for them. Because if General Flynn, I mean, think about it. The people that General Flynn would bring in to the administration? The globals are all going to prison.
1: While well, other networks lie to you about what's happening now, Infowars tells you the truth about what's happening next. Visit Infowars.com forward slash show and share the link today.